wanna be where the sugar daddies are. I wanna see, wanna see them spending, spending their money on. What's that word again? Me. On this episode of the Commercial Break. <laughs> Who knew the best part about this was gonna be all the kissing? He's like going in and going in and going in. He's and going e- in. eating her face. Yes. yes. <laughs> when you say French kiss, you're supposed to join tongues, not chins. That's gross. He goes in like left, I right, know. back again, back again. <laughs> <laughs> I love the taste of your chin. <laughs> the next episode of the commercial break starts now. Ah, you're kids and kittens. Welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is my dear friend and the director of all things wonderful, Chris and Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Chris. Best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. There's like a backlash going on online about the Boeing CEOs taking or the executives instead of relocating to a different like relocating to the place where their office is, they're taking private jets to work. Ah, Did you read about this? No. Uh-uh. Okay. So obviously during the pandemic, everybody scattered and went home. This is a big issue that I don't think a lot of people are talking about, but I think we need to understand a little bit better because of course I am a city planner yes, by are. night. And so, you know, I need, I need to take all these things into consideration <laughs> by moonlight. Yes. I'm a city planner by moonlight. City planning all the pla- all the cities that have already been planned, replanning them and hoping someday someone will pay attention to me. But this is a big deal because everyone went home. That's what happened, right? Because, of course, we all felt at the time that it was very unsafe to be in a working environment and probably was uh, because we didn't know what we were dealing with. And we had the information we had at the time and everybody was doing the best they know to do. You know, the old spiel, right? And, And I don't disagree. I think that, you know, we know now what we know and maybe we wouldn't have done things the same. But here we are. So all of the Boeing people, they also go home, mainly the executives, the people who work in the office, they all go work from home. Of course, the planes are probably still being built in the factories because they got to deliver them. But what happened is that the executives also went back home or found new homes, Aspen or, you know, San Francisco, or I'm just naming, you know, Palm Beach, Palm Beach the Hamptons, the Hamptons, or Palm Beach yes. in the Hamptons. <laughs> and then also Naples, we're throwing in Naples, Naples, Palm Beach, the Hamptons. Aspen. Aspen. <laughs> Let's throw in Aspen, why not? All the places where I know rich people live. Yes. So now that everyone is being required to come back to work, the executives over at Boeing said, well, I don't like that idea. It because I don't want to relocate back to where I where the factories are, the offices are. So I'm going to take a private jet into work. Now, everybody's blown up about this. They're all saying, you know, I understand the part about, you know, carbon emissions, fuel and carbon yeah. emissions and all that other stuff. But isn't that like one of the few perks you get from being an executive over at Boeing? at the place that makes the planes. Yes. Yes. I mean, I'm sure it's one of the many perks you get, actually. (laughs) But isn't that I, I get this part of it. If you work at Tesla, you're driving a Tesla. Exactly. Porsche, I know, is located here in Atlanta. And they, yes. those workers drive Porsches. Let me tell you something. The Mercedes-Benz Corporation relocated their United States headquarters to Atlanta, Georgia, just north of here, a place yes. called Sandy Springs. It's a beautiful new campus they have. And then up behind the campus popped up multi-million dollar townhouses where there had never been anything before. Oh, yeah. Because they're all, the executives now live in this within walking distance. They're 
are so many Mercedes-Benz vehicles <laughs> on the streets of Atlanta. I dare you to find another place on Earth, maybe with the exception of Germany, where there are more Mercedes-Benz vehicles than Atlanta, Georgia. And the reason is they take the they get that's part of working there. They get it's a, a lease on a brand new car. They drive it to 15,000 miles. They turn it into the local dealership so they can sell them as certified used cars. Mm -hmm. It's one of the perks of working there. So one of the perks of working at Boeing <laughs> is that you get to take a new Boeing out for a drive uh, to and fro your Aspen, Colorado house where no business is done in Aspen, Colorado. I mean, there's no executives living in you know, There's no executive buildings in Aspen. I mean, I'm assuming Aspen. this is like per week, not every day. Like, to and from the office every day? Well, let me investigate a little <laughs> further right here on the show, since I didn't do this homework previous. The top dogs of Boeing are living the high life, refusing to relocate their residence, despite the aerospace's giant push for staffers to return to the office. Instead, commuting via private jet to the company's headquarters, headquarters, according to a report. David Calhoun took over as Boeing CEO just before the pandemic in January 2022. Let me close out the annoying banner ad that comes up. Like most of the U.S. workforce, he worked at home for the time between his two abodes, one that is a sprawling waterfront estate in New Hampshire's Lake Sunapee. Lake Sunapee? We got to add, we gotta add to Lake the, Sunapee yeah, to do. this? Okay. West Palm, the Hamptons, Lake Sunapee. Uh, and others that locate and uh, and the other that is located in a gated resort community in Buffalo, South Carolina. Buffalo, South Carolina. We got to add Buffalo, South Carolina. <laughs> I've never heard of Buffalo, Buffalo, Sunapee, West Palm, and the, Ham <laughs> and the Hamptons. Flight records reviewed by the journal showed that Calhoun has taken more than four hundred trips using his Boeing's private fleet of jets. However, not all the trips have taken him to Arlington, Virginia, where Boeing moved its corporate head headquarters from Chicago last May. Records show that Calhoun used the private jet to jet around the U.S., making stops in California, Texas, and multiple places on the Florida coast, West Palm, and Naples. Of course. Yes. Uh, other flights include Berlin, Dublin, Turks and Caicos. Turks and Caicos. <laughs> what are you doing business? Uh, I'm talking business. Yeah. Just talking business. Um, y yeah, listen... Uh, I think this is part of working at Boeing. Like, I think it's just part of the perks of being the CEO of Boeing is that you get access to a jet, which, by the way, you make as a company. Like, this is no... I, I mean, I get the kind of the frustration. We all would like to take a private jet to work. Chrissy would love to take a private jet to work. She I hates would. driving. Would you take a helicopter to work? Yeah. You would? Oh, yeah. You would get in a helicopter? Uh-huh. <laughs> Did I tell you the story about the helicopter at the eye, eye clinic place? No. Did I tell this story? No. The Brian, eye clinic. <laughs> okay, let me share this. So Chrissy hates driving so much. I think if I gave her access, if we gave her access to a helicopter, she would literally use that it every day. would be amazing. Day. Yes, she would use it every day. And this isn't the kind of city where you see helicopters flying, shuttling people from place to place. I'm sure it happens, but I don't think it, I, you know, it's not like New York where you can literally call a helicopter like an Uber because almost every That's building in New York that. has a helipad on top mm -hmm, of it. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of people that will cross the river to go home in a helicopter. I just need to make your backyard into a helipad now. My backyard is big <laughs> enough to make into a helipad. It is. Or soon we're going to be cementing in that pool so to put the children underneath it. Right, for a bunker. Yeah, for a bunker. <laughs> or just because I don't want to deal with the pool anymore. Yeah. That's a different story for a different day. Yeah, yeah. So let me share this story about how I think there are... Let me share the story. I go... We're going to go on this big trip to Spain to visit our relatives this last summer. And 
I am getting headaches in my eyes because it's been two years since I've had an eye checkup. And I should get one every year because my eyesight is so fucking bad. I literally wore glasses with tape over them for six years. (laughs) And then before that, no glasses when I was supposed to be wearing them all the time. So I've ruined my eyesight for life. So I have to get these new glasses every year. I have to get new prescription, new lenses every year. So I go probably a week and a half ahead of time, thinking that's plenty of time to order new glasses, get them back to the eye place. I go and they say, it's going to be, when do you leave? I leave next Thursday. Plenty of time. We'll get them in. So. Yeah, it usually takes about a week. Yeah. So a week rolls by. That would have been Friday, I think. Friday, I call. Well, they're not here yet, but they're going to be here. We put them on rush. Monday, no phone call. Tuesday, I'm getting a little nervous. And I say, hey, listen, you know, I'm just a little nervous about this. And she says, don't worry. I just talked to the people and they're sending them today. You'll, we'll have them tomorrow morning. That's Wednesday. We're leaving on Thursday in the evening. Wednesday goes by. There was a problem. When they went to go make the glasses, they inadvertently made the wrong prescription. Oh, so now no. they have to start over from scratch. We think they'll be here tomorrow. That's Thursday. The day you're leaving. The day that I'm leaving. So I said, okay, great. She goes, call me back at 10 in the morning. I think it's going to be here. So 10 o'clock in the morning rolls around, and I just happen to have be driving over by the clinic. So it's like 1030, so I stop in. The girl's not there. It's her day off. Go figure. Of course. <laughs> but there's another gentleman that's there, and he goes, sit down. I'll, I'll help you figure this out. He calls the place, and they say, yes, the glasses are ready, but we have missed the courier for the day, so we'll have them there tomorrow. Well, that does me absolutely no fucking good because I'm going to be on a plane yeah, later and on out that of the night. Yeah, country. They can't even yes. you know, ship them to you in the country. That's right. This eye place is like so close to my house, right? It's basically in a residential neighborhood. It's just like a little retail strip center. You know, it's like a little, it's been there forever. Mm -hmm. So the guy says, listen, Brian, I've been working here for 25 years. I'm going to help you figure this shit out. We're going to get you your glasses today. And I'm like, oh, how are we going to do that? Where are they located? <laughs> What's well, it going to take to get you yeah. a new pair of glasses? They're in Bumpa P, Georgia. And I'm like, what the fuck is Bumpa P, Georgia? <laughs> oh, you know, it's like 60 miles past Loganville. Well, Loganville is 300 miles oh, yeah, past where I live. Far. <laughs> no. I don't have time to go to Bumpa P, Georgia. I got to <laughs> pick up the kids from all their various activities. I, I'm still probably not even packed. It's, you know, I got two hours before the flight. I'm not even packed. This is not going to work out. How are you going to get me to Bumpa B, Georgia and back? How are we going to do that? How are you going to get these glasses here? Listen, do you know that we have a helicopter pad out back and that the CEO, <laughs> the owner of this eyeglass place, takes the copter into work on almost a daily basis? And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about, Willis? What do you mean a helicopter lands in this a residential CEO neighborhood? after my heart. Yeah, he's a CEO after my heart, but I've never seen a helicopter <laughs> coming or going anytime. I've never seen a helicopter on top of this building. I drive by it every day. What are you talking about? I ain't shitting you. Come on, Brian, I'll show you. And I'm like, what? I'm getting the inside look. I'm on the inside. Here I am, an eyeglass uh, aficionado. <laughs> I mean, I'm on the I'm breaking the fourth wall of the eyeglass place. This is amazing. I'm important. People know me. So he takes me in through the offices and through the back and up the thing, and then he opens the swings open the door, and there are stair. There is a carport, and there are stairs to the top of the carport. And he walks up. He unlocks the gate. He walks up to the top, and wouldn't you fucking know it? I'm standing on a helipad. Really? That's what I'm standing. No helicopter, but I'm standing on a helipad. <laughs> And I'm like, this is unbelievable. I never fucking knew this. I live right here. How did how, how did I not hear this? How did I not hear a copter before, right? It's so close to my house. I would have thought I would have heard it. 
Yeah, he comes in here almost every day. He's not here today, but let me give him a call. So he calls the guy, and the guy says, well, listen, I'm not going to be there anytime soon, but I probably could get there at 4 o'clock, and I could fly the helicopter to get the glasses, and then I could bring them back. That's crazy. (laughs) It's insane, and I'm like, I don't want anybody going out of my way. That's like a $10,000 pair of glasses, because now you got to fill the thing with fuel, you got to maintenance, or whatever the fuck you do, a pilot. pilot. Well, no, he's the pilot. He owns the copter. He lands it in his backyard. That makes even more sense. And I'm like, holy shit, there's a whole world of (laughs) eye doctors making too much money. I didn't know this. Since my eyes are so bad, I should have gone into this field. As a matter of fact, when this dumb commercial break ends, I think I'm going to be an eye doctor. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be an eye clinic owner. Is so, it an optometrist or an ophthalmologist? I don't know, doctor? Chrissy. I never know the difference. I know. Yeah. I always forget. I think it's opt- And then I find out and then I forget. I think an ophthalmologist, <laughs> I know, every time they tell me. I think an ophthalmologist is the one who does like the regular testing. They just help you get new glasses, right? They do those kind of things. I think you need less education for that. I think an eye doctor. Is the optometrist? No, the optometrist is the one that does the glasses. Oh, okay, the ophthalmologist. Th- ophthalmologist, I think, okay. is the actual doctor doctor like you need to know we what's think. going on we think we don't care um we think we could give a shit less we're just telling a story one story we'll never tell again no one cares or we might tell repeatedly and just forget that we told it just like we'll forget which one is which i already forgot i've already forgotten I already, what were we just talking about Chrissy, I'm going through these damn I'm going through these damn episodes because we switched hosting platforms. Yes. I'm going through the episodes and I go back to like episode whatever it is, 202 or something like that. Yeah. And I'm just playing with the ads, like making sure that the ads are in the right places and stuff like that. And I I'm listening and I'm like, "Wow, that clip sounds a lot like a clip we just did recently." And I realized <laughs> That we have reviewed the same video at least twice on one occasion, <laughs> not remembering that we hadn't reviewed it. <laughs> what? Which video was it? I don't even want to say because then people are going to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know we've had to re-record. The girl some. who can orgasm herself. Yeah, well, yeah. we know what we, you said it sounded bad. The old one it, sounded bad. It sounded bad. so bad we let it, we, we put it on the RSS feed. <laughs> It sounded so bad we actually did it and re- and released it. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wow. What a bunch of dumb dumbs we are. We should probably take note of something. Isn't there somebody in the organization who should remember this stuff for us? Yes. <laughs> we need a Chat GPT search function. Have we ever? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! This is why my friends, the commercial break will be evolving and growing over the next couple of months. Um, so this guy, so he's not there. He can't do it. It's going to be too late by the time. And you know, I'm just like, no, don't, no. God, it's, you're like pushing up against leaving to go out of the country too. I like am. hours from So it. you know what I did? I hired an Uber driver to pick them up and oh, deliver them here. you can do that. You can yeah. do that, uh-huh. yeah. But you don't know how difficult it was to <laughs> find a Uber driver willing to go from Bunapee or, you know, Sunapee or whatever the fuck they call it. Yeah. Bump, Bumpapee, Georgia. <laughs> all the way down to where I live and do it in a timely manner was impossible. I had at least four Uber drivers accept the job before they canceled the job and they wouldn't even respond to me. At first it was like, (laughs) I was like, I'm picking up a pair of glasses, da da da. And someone would be like, okay, that's good. Where are you? Let me check the address. And then I wouldn't, (laughs) and then they just canceled it. But finally someone did. And I gave them a nice tip for doing it because it was a really awfully, awfully uh, nice thing. And I know it's their, like technically their job, but I just felt so um, gracious. Now, I mean, that's the perfect kind of passenger, though. 
Yeah, <laughs> a pair of glasses. <laughs> I mean, what more could you ask for? A nice tip. No, glasses no, that don't. No one throwing up, yeah. making weird noises. True. Talking, not talking, spilling. Masturbating things. in the back. Yeah, of your whatever. Head. I'm sure a lot of people have seen it all. Oh so my god. Glasses. I would be gladly. That's the only kind of Uber <laughs> driving I would do. Yeah. Dogs. <laughs> And glasses, not even cats, I'm allergic to them. So dogs, <laughs> turtles, reptiles that don't bite, and glasses. Those are the kind of things I would pick up for you. Not even groceries, because groceries is a pain in the ass. It is. We order those groceries from that damn Walmart, and I swear to God, every time there is a bag of groceries missing. Every time. Every time. It's not that someone took them, it's that they didn't get Forgot them in the them. first place. Yep. Yeah. And then they'll claim that it was all delivered. And it wasn't all delivered. And, you know, <laughs> it's important stuff, like my Snickers ice cream bar. Let's get it together! <laughs> Uh. Essentials. Astrid made an emergency order last night for Snickers ice cream bar because I had a hankering. So now every time I drive by this eyeglasses place, I'm looking for the helicopter coming, going, or sitting on of top course. of it. Of course. Now, yeah, you want to catch it, see it. The thing is, is that the facade of the building is so close to the street that as you're driving by, you really couldn't see, even if the copter was on top of it, you have to turn down another street to see it. So now I turn down that other street <laughs> I frequently. Say, you're doing I that go now. out of my way yeah. to see if the copter is there. And I've actually caught it a few times going there, and uh, one time caught it lifting off. And it's one of these like Magnum PI glass ones, like just two people can fit in it yeah. with open doors. I would have, and the guy was like, this, the sales guy, who was so great, I mean, just helping me out with all of this, and even volunteering. But he said that this guy, the owner of the, the business, not only has he done this a number of times before for customers, but he has taken the customers with him. And I saw that thing <laughs> lifting off one day, and I was like, the fuck I would. The fuck I would. There's an old saying that uh, my former uncle-in-law used to tell me. He was a pilot, and he had planes, and he would fly all over the place. And he said, there's no such thing as an old helicopter pilot. <laughs> because they don't exist. Yeah. Oh, helicopters wow. are they're they're tricky pieces of machinery. No, I'm sure they are. I've 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 ridden in one a couple of times. Have you? Yeah, they were mostly those things where you go and you visit like you know the canyon or whatever. Yes, yeah. and can go a, a sightseeing on them. thing. A sightseeing thing. Yeah, yes. I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I have never been in a helicopter. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've sat in a helicopter. I've never lifted. It was off fun. In a I remember it was loud. Oh yeah, those yeah. things are really loud. But and I've seen them up close, and I've seen them land. You know, they, you remember that guy, Doctor Wayne Dyer? Yeah, Doctor no, Wayne. I was gonna. Th I was thinking of the same story. Yeah, you had told me before. this. It was crazy. So Wayne Dyer, who you do your own research and come to your own conclusions, but Wayne Dyer is a gentleman who's written. He's an author, motivational speaker. He passed away a couple of years ago. I loved him. He is, uh, in my opinion, he's just one of the best. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. plain, simple spoken. He's hokey pokey, but not too hokey pokey. Yeah. Um, and he's, he just had Motivational, a. Motivational. Yeah. He just had a wonderful way outlook. about him. Yeah. Outlook on life. You know, he said, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at start to change. Uh -huh. And I really have, have, I really like that saying because I can say it and I sound <laughs> non pretentious, spiritual, and smart at the same time. <laughs> However, I've never actually done it, but I feel like I could someday do it. So I keep saying it. Okay. So. He's going to come. He's been sick for a while. He's going to come to Atlanta. and he's Yeah, gonna... you guys went to this. Raphael and I went uh -huh. to this thing. And it was actually at a non-denominational like unity church, right? No religion, no nothing. They just go and they, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. I don't know what <laughs> they, they unify? Do. Yeah. Well, I've been there a couple times. It's a little less, um, it's just, there's just no dogma associated with it. It's the universe and God and she and he and whatever. I get it. So we go to this place. It's packed. Hundreds and hundreds of people, oh, yeah. maybe a thousand people, it's right? Popular. Sold out the whole nine yards. So we go and we watch him speak. 
And while he's speaking, he's a little bit late and he shows up and he says, it was amazing. I literally manifested a ride here because I was staying downtown and it was up north in a place called Woodstock, many miles away from downtown. The thing started at seven. So, of course, he was going to hit traffic if he tried oh, to yeah. drive up there. Everyone's trying to get to Woodstock at seven at 630 at night. And he says, uh, you know, we were running a little bit late. Plane came in late. We didn't know what we were going to do. I was, was sure that we were going to have to postpone at least by a couple of hours this event because of the traffic, la, 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 until one of the wonderful people here called up and said, I've got a helicopter. I can give you a ride. So that's what he did. He took yeah. a helicopter and he got a ride and he showed up just a couple minutes late. So the thing is over. Some people are go and talk to him, but he's kind of shuffling out of there really quickly, as I imagine you would if you're like a you know world-renowned sought, uh, spiritual guru. You don't want to sit around uh, dinging. Yeah. That's the thing about being a world-renowned <laughs> spiritual guru is that everyone wants to, the vampire suck your energy right, exactly. and tell you about how shitty their life exactly. is. And what do I do? <laughs> Read my book. That's what you do. Listen to... Did you record what I just said? Because you could just play that back. And I, I would appreciate not saying it all over again. I can imagine, right? Oh, God. Because uh, there's a spectrum of people oh, yes. on that spectrum. Yes. The there's a spectrum, spectrum of, oh, yeah, the woo-woo spectrum <laughs> is large. Like the autism spectrum, right? Very, you can just be a little weird yeah. in social situations or you can be completely... <laughs> Gone. Like, just not even look at anybody. And trust me, I'm not making fun of autism. I'm just sharing that on the woo-woo spectrum, there is also a very large spectrum of people from, you know, some that are relatively grounded. Yes. Like, I like to think myself. Like us, yeah. Yeah. And then all the way up. All the way up to, you know, I don't wear shoes because it kills the earth. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, just weird shit. Like, just totally out there. I don't use electricity. I just use the energy from my hair. You only, yeah. use gra- you only eat grass-fed grass. Grass-fed grass, uh-huh. the whole nine yards. You know. But along with that, along like any organize- organized spiritual movement or unorganized spiritual movement, as we might say, <laughs> that it's a place for people who are a little bit broken to come and feel like yeah. they're getting healed. And I appreciate that. I can, I, can, I can love on that. I can appreciate it. It's like a party in the woods. There are some people you want to hang with. <laughs> There are some people you want to say hi to, and there are some people you want to pretend never showed up at all. They're, they're doing great work in the porta potty. They should stay there. You should just stay in the porta potty. It's the best place to hear the music. The acoustics in there are amazing. It's like the very first music midtown that I went to. It, it was so big, and they had thousands and thousands of porta potties lined up on one street, just thousands and thousands. And I was so fucked up. I was so twisted. I spent a good hour in one of those porta potties trying to get my head right. I did. I was just too messed up to go outside. And people kept, hey, bro, you okay in there? Yes? No? Maybe. Is there a helicopter that can take me out of here? So we get done with this. He's running off. Dr. Wayne Dyer's running off. And we go to, to go to the car. And we are parked in a field because that's the only parking space that we found. You know, the people are lining up in the field. Also, it's Woodstock. Also, yes. Also, it's Woodstock. <laughs> there's lots of fields up there. Not so many anymore, but they're still there. Uh, and what's parked right in front of us? Dr. Wayne Dyer's helicopter oh. is parked right in front of us. So we just happen to be walking out and he just happens to be going to the helicopter. I'm going your way. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> I wish. Um, so we had a brief exchange. You did. Um, that included, could you please back your car out so I can get my helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
and, and it, it was lovely. It was lovely. It was touching. He, he, it was like he was looking right at you and, and just, you know, I, I, I started to kind of bumble out some problems I was having in life. And then I stopped myself. Oh. I'm like, no, Brian, not the moment. No. He's about to get on a helicopter. <laughs> if you had a helicopter, would you want to talk to you? No, you barely want to talk to you anyway. I remember you calling me the next day and telling me about this. Yeah, it was really it cool. It was impactful. Yeah, I had a, yeah, because then I took a video of the helicopter lifting off with my <laughs> iPhone 2. I took a video of the helicopter lifting off, shared it on Facebook, and everybody was like, what is that? Because <laughs> it's just like my shaky hand in a dark <laughs> pitch black. There's just one helicopter light going like this all over the place. There goes Wayne Dyer. <laughs> Guy died two months later <laughs> after he talked to Brian. <laughs> I sucked all the energy out of him. He was like, oh, why? Why Brian? Why that guy? <laughs> can't stop. He probably never forgot about me. Oh, my God. Oh, oh you mean the guy with the Honda that had no, <laughs> had no left side? <laughs> that guy? Yeah, I remember him. <laughs> the two of us. I I think at the same time had huge scrapes down the car. (laughs) Well, we're working at Clear Channel going to see clients. (laughs) Pulling up. (laughs) (laughs) I look like the kind of back from the bar. Yeah. (laughs) I would park my car on the left side of the road so no one would see the left side of the car. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I can hear Dwayne die. Oh, yeah, I remember that guy. Every word he spoke was like a leech on my neck. It wouldn't leave all my energy. The guy with one headlight? Yeah. With one headlight. It was awful. It was terrible. I was awful. I was awful. I literally got into a car accident where half of my, half my hood came off. My light bulb was like hanging by a thread. It was like a broken eyeball. Like one of those... Stringy eyeballs. But <laughs> you get a Halloween time yes, to scare yes, the kids. Yes. Yeah. It's hanging by the wires. <laughs> yeah, I just duct taped it back. But <laughs> then nothing, the whole nothing a little duct tape. Yeah, nothing a little duct tape. <laughs> well shit. I got a four thousand dollar check. I took that check so quickly, I didn't even pretend to fight the insurance company. I told the guy I had a sore shoulder and he instantaneously was like, Four thousand dollars. <laughs> I was like, Yeah. Sold. <laughs> Say it on this recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember calling an attorney before I actually cashed the check and they were like, well, it's too late now. You yeah. already agreed. What do you want me to do? But I really wasn't hurt. I did have a short sore shoulder and they paid me for a couple days off work and they paid me for the, the, the damage to my car, which was fully paid. So I just decided, well, fuck I, that. I'm just going to spend the money. Yeah, I'm six yeah. months behind on rent. Yeah. I should probably yes. pay them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is what happened. Speaking of six months behind on rent... <laughs> As much as I'm sure you love listening to Brian drone on, we really do have some bills to pay, like my salary. So go to tcbpodcast.com to find all of our audio and video. Check out our Instagram at The Commercial Break, our TikTok at tcbpodcast, and of course our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash thecommercialbreak. You can also text us at 855-TCB-8383 with your thoughts and probably concerns. And now, let's listen to some sponsors so I can continue to have a job. This episode is sponsored in part by our good friends at Nutrafol. 
Have a little hair thinning going on in the top of your head because of aging, stress, hair care products, or like me, you're always wearing something on the top of your head like these headphones? You're not alone. Over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our life. It's not only common, it's actually normal. And that's why I've started to use Nutrafol. It's the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement that's clinically proven to improve hair growth, visible thickness, and strength. There can be multiple root causes of hair thinning, but Nutrafol addresses the key root causes through a whole body approach to hair health. No crazy chemicals, no going to the doctor's office 15 times for hair transplants, and it works. 72% of men said they saw more scalp coverage after using Nutrafol's hair growth supplement for six months, and 86% of women said they saw improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol's women's hair growth supplement for six months. Join the thousands of people who are standing up for their strands by doing something about it. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code TCB. Find out why over 4,000 professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com and use the code TCB. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code TCB. TCB. And thanks to Nutrafol for being a sponsor of the commercial break. I'm Tank Sinatra. And I'm Investigator Slater. And together we co-host a podcast called Psychopedia, which is a true crime podcast infused with comedy, making it a crimedy. Each week, Investigator Slater brings us a wild and thoroughly researched true crime case. I'm here to digest it all and react just like you probably are right there on the other side of the microphone. Somehow, I've got to present each case with the detail and respect it deserves, while also cracking up at Tank's perfectly timed humor and thought-provoking questions. Listen to and follow Psychopedia on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Chrissy, this week we have been highlighting a documentary television show or movie, depending on, I don't think this was ever in the theaters, but <laughs> no. no, but we've been documenting, documenting <laughs> a documentary <laughs> theater, Russian mail order bride. <laughs> they play that on IMAX or what's going on over there? Right now on IMAX, Russian mail order bride. See the fake titties in full widescreen action. <laughs> the guy that takes his shirt off. The guy who takes his shirt off. Watch Tom and his hairy gray nipples in 3D. <laughs> oh my God. Watch Ukraine and how exactly depressing it's portrayed in this movie. Yeah. It really is darkly it is. lit and it's yeah. weird. As I, I'm sure there are. The happy places in the Ukraine. <laughs> I mean, maybe not right now, but at some point. Right. Back when this was filmed. Yes. So we've been w- reviewing this v- this movie, this television show, about Russian mail-order brides. And the reason why we've been doing this is because we've been talking about uh, 90 Day Fiancé uh-huh. a lot over the last couple of weeks and on the show. Brian as, got yes. me addicted. <laughs> and how Chrissy's about to divorce Jeff because of 90 Day Fiancé. <laughs> and um, I've been sharing that this, this is, there's nothing new under the sun here. The name... Mail order bride comes from catalogs that some of these companies before the uh, internet would send out with pictures of mainly Eastern European, like Russian women, Ukrainian women, whatever, uh, Moldovian women. They would put them into a, a catalog and then you could pay for it. That catalog would come back and then you would you would correspond with someone based on the information inside of the catalog. Well, the updated version of that is you go online, 
you scroll through hundreds or thousands of pictures of these women in beauty. By the way, in lingerie and tiny bikinis, all of them too young to be appropriate, in my opinion. Um, Beautiful. Beautiful women. Yeah, like beautiful. Attracting what tends to be middle-aged American men who are a bit out of luck uh, when it comes to love. They're either divorced, divorced multiple times, or never really had a great chance at having love. Like one guy that's in the documentary who's a cow farmer. Yeah, he had never had a girlfriend. Never. He's a cow farmer in Wisconsin or Michigan, one of those two places. Mm -hmm. And he lives in the middle of nowhere. I think the lady, they, they did like a... I don't know what you call it, like a side shot where there was the local bar in town oh, and God. the bartender said there are maybe five single women <laughs> in, in the, the entire town. county. Yeah. yeah, in the county. Yeah. yeah. And um and and that's just you don't have a great there's no way to meet women, right? right. Now you have like, you know, farmergirl.com or whatever they whatever <laughs> silly website it is. Right. Um there is a site, I yeah, think, for date farmers. Datefarmer.com yeah. or farmerdate.com or something like that. <laughs> and apparently it's pretty popular. Yeah. That's what I heard. Uh, with farmers, so or women looking for farmers, right. I get. So now that, that that version is an updated online version, but the wrench that's being thrown in here, the thing that's being highlighted, is this website that was around back, you know, eight ten years ago, is called a foreign affair, and that website would allow you to connect with a woman only if you used their email server. And when you use their email server, they charged you for every word that you wrote to be translated back to the women, and then the women translated back, regardless of whether or not they spoke English or not. You couldn't even have their phone number. You couldn't get an actual private email address for them because everything had to go through the service unless you were going on one of their physical trips to go visit these women across uh, to the Ukraine. Pond, to, the, to the Ukraine, in this case, in the Ukraine. And that trip cost tens of thousands of dollars, $12,000, I think is what one gentleman said. So they're making money every which way to Sunday. Is this uh, morally corrupt or is this just a biz- Is this just like an entrepreneurial guy trying to make a buck off of, off of men that would otherwise be looking for these women anyway, but just having much more trouble doing it? I don't know. That's, I guess, up for you to both. decide. I, yeah, I think both. I really <laughs> yeah. do. I think both. I think he's providing a service and I think he's taking advantage of people yeah. while he's providing yeah. that service. So we've now been reviewing, uh, we've reviewed two thirds of this movie already or this uh, television documentary and we would like to show you the last of it because we're in it now. What are we going yeah, to do? It's not like we can back out now. <laughs> so many of you have complained over the years that what we used to do was play a part of a video and then ditch the video. But now we promise we're going to see this one through. At least this one. We're going to see this <laughs> one through. I don't know that we'll ever do it again. We've learned our lesson. <laughs> but we're in it now. So yes. here we are. Take a listen. Let's go back to Love Me, the documentary about Russian mail order brides. I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As you would like to do. And uh, if I can recall, the men are back home from their big trip to the Ukraine. And they have, it's like three months later. Mm-hmm. Some of them are still in love with the women that they met over in the Ukraine. Some of them are still looking for love. And uh, you be the judge. You go back and listen to the other two episodes if you want to. If you want to catch up, but or oh, you this can not theatrical yeah. <laughs> <That's> release. <right. laughs> it's almost as good as Mystery Science three, Theater three thousand. Bigger, yeah. Big trucks, bigger houses, big supermarkets. Big love. 
Oh, okay. So this is Ina. Yes. The woman that one of these guys met on the trip. She's now back in America in Texas, and the producer is asking her, how do you like America? Bigger trucks, bigger houses, bigger everything. Do you think really. it's a 90-day thing? Yeah. I well, either she Or she's visiting on a tourist visa, and yeah. they're just getting to know each other. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Went to Uvalde this weekend with the, the main purpose of uh, introducing Ina to my family and showing her a little bit of the, the town where I'm Because he proposed. From. He proposed her mm-hmm. and she said yes. Yeah. And now they're going to introduce the family. That sounds exciting. Good for these two. They're in love. <laughs> <laughs> and just like 90 Day Fiance, everything's going to work out great. Exactly. Getting her to actually see and experience some of the things I've been telling her about. And what exactly have you been telling her about the middle of nowhere, Texas? <laughs> Texas yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the gas stations don't have credit card the swipers? haircut shop. Oh, haircut shop. <laughs> That's a picture of the haircut shop. It's just closed. Yeah, well, <laughs> no one needs a haircut shop today. <laughs> Uvalde, Texas. Yeah. Oh, we know this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sad. Okay. She's showing up. Let's give a give a little yeah. recap here. She's showing up she's, in uh, four-inch stilettos. Yes, she's got stilettos, uh, a high mini dress, a mini maxi dress, whatever you call them. She's pretty dolled up. He is literally carrying a gun on his <laughs> side pocket. Yeah, he's got a holster. Oh my word. <laughs> Because you never know when a firefight will break out while you're filming your Russian mail-order bride documentary. Oh, my gosh. They walk into a place. I guess it's his parents' place? Yeah, I guess it's his parents' place. And it's wood paneling everywhere. Wood paneling. Same wood-colored television stand. Same wood-colored table. Same wood-colored glass reptile box that now they're using for books. This is something straight out of 1972. How did your parents feel about you coming over here? I thought her parents were ready to get her out of there. Yeah, Mary. her parents said, see you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we thought her parents were going to be like, oh, my God, my daughter's being taken away by some American. But they were like, uh, yeah. see you later. <laughs> we thought she was going to die an old maid. Make sure to use friends and family on PayPal. <laughs> by the way, his yeah. mom looks none too thrilled to be having this woman sitting in her kitchen. Difficult, of course. I I don't imagine that uh, I did imagine that it was so difficult. I was so backward. I grew up in a very small town, and I was scared to death of the world. I I couldn't have gone to some other country. So now they're showing home video of Ina uh, back in her home country, I would imagine. Anyone that would make the effort to come to the United States from 
a country like Ukraine, it's got to be hard. Something really driving them to to want to do that, to leave behind their family, the home, the, the only she's home they ho- know. She's at a hoedown now. <laughs> yeah, she's at a hoedown. But is this his place or their place? I don't know. I don't. I'm not understanding what's going on here. But what I am, what I do validate is how very difficult it is for someone to move from everything they know, yeah. their culture, their background. The simple things as the the style of houses that you see from one place to the other can be jarring. And I don't want to speak for her, but I do know because she's my wife and, mm-hmm. you know, I also tra- can, you know, tricked her into coming to the United <laughs> States. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, you know, how difficult this process is and how lonely it can feel. Yeah, I mean, when your whole life is in a, another country, no, I'm sure it's hard to move across the, the, the world. our country, yeah. you know, from state to state and uproot and meet all new people and that kind of thing. But you're usually, you know, doing it with the sense that you could go back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, to, yeah. but then you go to a country, you come from a country where you can't go back. And yeah. if you're trying to become a citizen, forget it. That's three years at least. Right. You cannot go back. You leave the country, they won't let you back in. Really? Yes. Yeah, when you're in that visa period, mm-hmm. right? When you have like a, you can, you can petition to leave the country. But if you're like somewhere like from somewhere like Venezuela, forget mm-hmm. about it because really, Venezuela is yeah. not going to let you back in if you're under that visa process. And it's just complicated. And I don't know what the situation is in Ukraine, but also you got to think about the minutia of actually getting on a plane, yeah. traveling well, for 20 hours. Thing, yeah. yeah. All the familiarity. Motivation could be either positive or negative. And, you know, fortunately, all all that I've experienced that she's here for all the right reasons. His hat said task force. <laughs> Which task force <laughs> I don't is he know. on? <laughs> He's showing us that video of her family. We're not Our families are not that much different. You know, I can see they were doing the same kinds of things we do and it's kind of the same place, you know. Well, kudos to mom. For being for open. Open-minded. Yes. That's right. She said when she was uh, his age, she would have never even thought about leaving the country. People are they're more alike than they are diverse. So it's kind of two worlds together. The old Aww. saying goes is that uh, travel kills bigotry. Yeah. Right? And I think it's true. Kills prejudice. It's a very big challenge, and it will take constant work. That was a creepy... Yeah, he kissed... (laughs) Like, they're showing some home video of when they were celebrating the engagement back in Ukraine, and the way that he kissed her was really kind of, I own you now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Why do I feel like we're just seeing the happy part of a two-part story? Right. (laughs) Is there other relationship? Just as you get older, you have new challenges. You don't expect it. Think that people are old enough to make up their own minds and they should be able to decide for themselves what they want to do with their lives. It's their business. I am just impressed with the I mother. I'm really here. impressed with the mom. She is like super. Mm-hmm. Not that there's not that and 
Not that everyone in Texas is closed-minded about this kind of thing, but it's because of her age and because she said she's never thought about leaving the country and because she's from a very small town in Texas, you would think, well, she's likely to be less open-minded. Right. Well, after what we've seen on 90 Day Fiance, you know, a lot of times the parents are like, what are you doing? Not only do they pick the craziest people, they pick the craziest people (laughs) with the craziest parents. parents. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't intrude on that one way or another. So the flags are up for Memorial Day, which is oh, in about a week. I want to have pizza. With the flags? Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. two flags. One of my biggest fears is this whole thing not working out. To me, this is for life. Well, maybe first you should take off some of those belt buckles. <laughs> You've got 30 things clipped to your belt. A gun, a phone, a measuring tape. <laughs> I mean, maybe take one of those things off your belt. She's dressed rather beautifully. Yes. And she comes from a dirt poor part of Ukraine. And you're not dressed. <laughs> and that's what I'm certainly hoping for and doing everything I know to see that, that that's how it goes. Okay, now we're focusing back in on, on the guy. younger dairy farmer. I'm in Vienna right now. We'll be boarding here shortly, going to Odessa. Pretty excited. <laughs> it seems like Well, it. I, I, I knew it from the moment I saw your face. <laughs> I can hear it in your voice. Can't wait to see Vika. Many people just assume that women from other countries are just looking to get into America for a green card and after money and I believe there might be a few people out there like that, but I think the majority of the people that actually go through the process are fairly serious. They're looking for love. I think you're 1,000% wrong about that. I think they do it for the wrong reasons, and they end up staying for the right reasons, Mm -hmm. if they stay, right? Mm -hmm. Just like you're doing it for the wrong reasons, but then eventually you'll do it for the right (laughs) reasons. Yeah, tell me, you know, it's a a complicated but two-way street where adults are making decisions about an arrangement. Look what Vika made me, boons. Are those testicle balloons? (laughs) Yeah, he gets to her house in Ukraine and she's got balloons everywhere, but they're shaped like testicles and not sitting upward. They're sitting downward, literally like testicles do. They're like long and then bulbous. Yeah. Yeah. They're so phallic. Actually, not phallic, bulbous, I guess is the right word. Do you say bulbous? Pika. Pika wash clothes. No. 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 Not quite as I expected. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Don't tell me you're going to start getting upset about the way that she lives. No. That, that, that is a no-no. You know, I thought everything would be hunky-dory, and I think, it, I think everything's going to be all right. Like I said, it, some, for some reason, something just doesn't seem right, but... 
Well, you can't milk her like a cow if that's what you're yeah. wondering. <laughs> that's what you're yeah. wondering. I think this is the mistake that so many of these people make on 90 Day Fiance and these other shows. When you visit someone in a country where you know that the lifestyle or the living arrangement is going to be so vastly different that you're going to be put out of your comfort zone, get a hotel room. Just yeah. get a hotel room. Plan on That's that. That's it. Plan on that. And also, when you're first meeting somebody, there's a reason why, unless you're being loved bombed by a psycho crazy person, there's a reason why you typically don't move in immediately yeah, with each other. Exactly. It's because you need time to decompress and evaluate what's just been happening. <laughs> right. When you're sitting on top of somebody, the minute that you met them, yeah. yeah. It's like a... I, I I don't know. It's like um, what do they call it? Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> everything's gonna be all right. Uh, I guess I don't know what to say. Well, if I had that techno what? music playing in the background all day long, I'd be upset too. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we're getting no sense of anything. He's looking down at the camera. Yeah. All you can see is the white ceiling. He's top. not giving us any information. He's not giving us anything. No. Is she holding a knife to his throat? Or? It's not going out exactly the way yeah, I did thought. He wake up and but he found okay. that his balls were now the balloons <laughs> that she was hanging around the place. <laughs> oh, it's snowing in Odessa. On the last day, early in the morning, somebody was banging on the windows. One was a police officer. The other one was a lone shark. The police officer explained that she owed 4000 Uh-oh. Oh, here we go. Yeah. He said if we didn't pay it right away, that she'd have to go to jail. And I said, well, I don't have 4000 He said, well... What do you have? I said, well, I have a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> what, do you said, have? what do you have? He's getting fucking highway wow. robbed. If you give us a couple hundred dollars, we won't put her in jail. So I just kind of agreed with them to make sure that I would get to the airport on time. I was hoping to formally get engaged, but everything kind of seemed fishy. So I decided not to. You don't say. Well, you yeah. made one smart choice there, bud. Wow, that's sad. Very sad. That's crazy. And scary. Can you imagine? No, I can't. No. Yeah, the police are involved in a loan shark? Yeah. Part of the reason why I never agreed to go to Venezuela, (laughs) quite frankly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because I think that obviously that was a coordinated. It sounds like it, right? It does. You don't go from $4,000 to $100 to keep her out of jail unless something really has been already predetermined. Yes. Number one. Number two, it's just like that sinking feeling that you're completely helpless and out of control. And you even the suspicion that that might be a coordinated attack would just absolutely tear my heart out. And yeah. that's why I never married three or four <laughs> of the Russian mail-order brides I visited. You know I hate interrupting Brian when he's yammering, but he's always yammering, so it's kind of my only option. Anyway, it is about that time for me to remind you to go to tcbpodcast.com, text us at 855-TCB-8383, and check out our socials at The Commercial Break on Instagram and at TCB Podcast on TikTok. Go on. Brian needs this. And don't forget to go to youtube.com slash The Commercial Break for fully edited videos. I promise you're going to love them. Also, it would mean the world to us if you'd support us by supporting our sponsors. So let's have a listen to them, and then we'll get back to this episode of The Commercial Break.
what's happening today? Today, we're going to the justice of the peace for our legal We're back to Ina now. Yeah, we're back to Ina and whatever his name is. Well, nothing like going to get married in a sleeveless, (laughs) (laughs) ripped up t-shirt. I sure hope they're going to buy him a shirt. Oh, wow. They're going to like the local Costco type place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, has a garden to buy flowers. Mm -hmm. That's what I should have done for my wedding. Save us some money. (laughs) Oh, well, at least he's picking up a suit. Yeah. So that's good. Okay. Yeah. He's got a suit going on. Right. Yeah. 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 He's she, she's talking with her mom, and her mom is asking her, "How's the day? Are you ready? Are you going to get your hair pinned up? All that other stuff." So I guess this one is working out. Yeah, this one is okay. They're going to get married. I mean, so far, so far. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. She is one tall drink of water, this girl is. is. Yeah. Yeah. She's wearing a very tight, very, how do you say that? Short. Very short. Lacy. uh, Maxi dress? Is that what you call it? Body dress. Now, Maxi is a different link. Oh, it is? Yeah. I got to get my dress names right. Come on, Chrissy. You're supposed to to be the one that's telling us all this stuff. She's telling her mom, please don't cry, mom. You know, yeah, this is, this makes me happy that at least one of these worked out. Yeah. Oh, it's raining, but the raining is good luck on your wedding day, right? That's what they say. Yeah. So, 500 degrees and sunny on my wedding day. Just never forget sweating. A lot of sweating. Yeah. Okay, well, they are going to do it. They're, they're making the move. They're making she's, the move. She's getting a corsage. Yeah. And he's, he's dressed up in jeans. Jeans. And, and a, he took off one of the 12 he, things he had on his belt. <laughs> he's wearing a work shirt, it looks like. There's nothing like khaki khaki work shirt, <laughs> jeans, and three tool belts to right. say, I'm getting married today. <laughs> Eric and Anna. Okay, here we go. Greetings to friends and family. We're gathered here today to celebrate the lives of Eric and Anna, who will now be joined in marriage. Now, their marriage will be the intertwining of two life stories. Eric, do you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? Do you have a two- <laughs> These two are so mismatched. They're just so mismatched. It just, I, I don't know. But listen, far be it from me to say anything about anything, because... Astrid and I are mismatched too. This is like probably what some people thought of my wedding. Like, what the hell is going on with this guy? Old, rich or poor, sickness and health till death you part. I do. Anna, do you take this man to be your lovely wedded husband? To have to hold for richer for poor and sickness and health till death do you part? I do. There you go. So, by virtue of the. Other- 
There you go. All right, let's get this over with. I've done 12 of these today with these Russian mail-order brides. What's going on? Authority vested in me by law as justice of the peace reaching to. I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may kiss the bride. Oh, that kiss. Whoa. That deserves instant replay, Morgan. Yeah. Whole mouth kissing. Show that up close. Oh. Oh. He literally her face. Look how open his mouth is. I know that's so sad. He went in like a whole. He's got her whole chin in his mouth. That's fucking weird, man. Take some lessons or something. Oh, oh he's going back oh, in again, again, again. Oh, 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 what is happening? Oh, what is happening? Oh, <laughs> Who knew the best part about this was going to be all oh, the kissing? Oh, He's like going in and going in and going in. He's eating her face. Yes. Yes. When you say French kiss, you're supposed to join tongues, (laughs) not chins. That's gross. He goes in like left, right, back again, back again. (laughs) (laughs) I love the taste of your chin. (laughs) Oh. It's not a contest to see how big you can open oh your mouth. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. This is like me at 13 years old. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, they keep on going. I know. We got to watch that again. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Ah. He's got her chin <laughs> You have to take a picture. <laughs> He's got her chin in his mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is insane. <laughs> Why would you do this? All right, I'm going to break my own rule. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. Jesus, I've never seen someone kiss like you gotta that. you got to post that on our social. Of course, I'm going to post it. I'm going to put a PSA behind it. I'm going to show it to my son and my daughter. And I'm going to say, if anyone ever kisses you like this, head for the heels. <laughs> this is gross. Oh, sweet. Oh my god! Oh. I think I prefer watching it in slow, slow motion. motion. With no okay. sound Here, because yeah. you can hear him. Well, like, you can't hear him, and oh, they they got, just got the tight shot in a little too late there. But oh, look at his look! Ah, ah, ah! Look at his tongue! Ah. Oh, ah. God, God, stop! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chrissy, oh, this is god. like. When I didn't expect that. Yeah, it's like when you're practicing on a cantaloupe <laughs> at age yes. 12 on well, how you kiss I think he was the someone. one who said he'd never had a girlfriend. Ever. Oh, really? I think. Okay. I don't remember which one it was, but <laughs> yeah. this is a clear indication. <laughs> yes. And if he's divorced, then we've got some indication as to why that happened, too. Oh, sweet. No, it's not sweet. It's not don't sweet. say that. Nope. <laughs> Oh, there were noises. And that's what I said. I prefer watching oh. it without the sound. Oh, look at her. She's like, I can't believe this is my new life. <laughs> well, she no longer has any makeup on. She licked <laughs> yeah, it off. Lipstick is definitely Let me off. clean your makeup for you, honey. <laughs> oh, man, that was disturbing. <laughs> That was the best part of the doc. was the best part of the document. I know. Me too. I have PS- PTSD. We moved on. We're, we're now moving on. Yeah, we're now moving on to the testosterone guy. This guy was taking testosterone at the beginning of the film. He was just shooting testosterone <laughs> into his belly. Dorothy says something like this. I've learned that if what I'm looking for is not in my own backyard, then I didn't need it anyway. Who said that? So- Dorothy. Dorothy. 
Are you looking for spiritual quotes from Wizard of Oz? <laughs> Is that where it's coming yes. from? <laughs> forget Wayne Dyer. Yeah, first of all, forget Wayne Dyer. You know who flew down in her own helicopter-like machine? Dorothy and the Wizard. I've learned some appreciation for the women back at home. Dating a woman now. And we actually dated before I went to the Ukraine. And then we, we broke up. And I think I had some areas of my life that I need to, to give on. I think she has some that she needs to give on. A special person like that doesn't come around but so often. Okay. He changed right, his yeah, perspective. Right. What did you say earlier? Sometimes Changing. when you change the way you look at things, <laughs> yes. the things you look at start to change. That's, That's right. right. That's Good happened. for you. Yeah. It, this was like the creepiest guy of all to me. But then when he showed up to the third party and said it's completely inappropriate for me to date a 25-year-old, yeah. I'm looking for someone my age or closer to my age, I thought, well, at least he's got a fucking kernel of common sense yes. up in that head, unlike Mr. Slobber Puss <laughs> over there. Slobber Puss. <laughs> We're going to call him now. Mr. Slobber Puss. What's going on what? with these guys? <laughs> Where were they born? There's no wonder they're single. It shows it shows two of the two of them with their backs facing the camera. They're, they're at putting a cream cupcake. in a coffee in a coffee. Yeah. Yeah, they're putting cream in there at the cup coffee. And he just grabs her, her ass. ass. Like, he like sticks his finger in her asshole. God. Jeez. Go Look, on. she's like, what are you doing? I know. She's like, this we are in on. <laughs> camera right, well, you for asshole one, yeah on camera. for one for two we're in public we're in public third i didn't invite you into my asshole i'm trying to put cream in my coffee go wash your hands <laughs> she goes why did you just do that after all this I oh and the fourth guy is still Using yeah. virtual reality headset to porn. Porn. Got <laughs> depressed for a while. Uh, it, re- it definitely affected me. Uh, finally worked through it. Pretty much stopped. Well, he's trying the to one. Date. He's the one that actually proposed. Oh yeah, this is the one who to a woman who was supposed to meet the girl at the event, but she never showed up. And then all of a sudden, the guys who own the company found her. But when she showed up, she was not the same person. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But he proposed anyways. He proposed anyway because he figured, oh, why not? <laughs> That's yeah. what he said. He goes, why not? She was there. <laughs> anyway, she did not work it out. It didn't work out. Yeah. Anything like that until just recently. I figured I might try it one more time. Oh. oh this is her, huh? Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> the girl that is in this photograph on this profile page on this website is like a straight... 11 and a half. Yes. I mean, she is 10 yeah. years old, 27 here. Uh-huh. Her name is Brovoru, whatever. Uh, she's seductively up against a wall. Yeah, and she's wearing butt. a thong. Yeah, yeah, her butt is showing. I mean, her occupation is oh. model. Uh, come on. This is Vicka. It's not the same as Julia, so I'm getting personal responses and, and actual... You know, it looks like someone's actually putting some thought into the email. Did, did yeah, you your oh. account was flagged yeah. as pay special attention. Yeah, to pay this special guy. attention to this guy. <laughs> Look at this woman. Oh she is a picture 
perfect human being. Yeah. 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 She does not want to live no. with this guy. No. No. Uh, no. I feel like you're just writing a photo. You feel like you're just writing a photo. Yeah. <laughs> he says, yeah. Yep. He goes, yep. At least he's smart enough. Yeah. He knows. He gets it. Yeah. When you say you're in love with Vika. I know. I don't know. I thought I was. We're back to the dairy farmer guy who just got forced down. Shaken down by the Ukrainian police. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bastard. Poor bastard, honestly. And then. It's this money thing. It's completely the money. If it wasn't for the money, there'd be no doubt. It seems like it's gotten worse after this last trip. What? What? Yeah. What is he talking about? At yeah. all. I mean, I get the lone shark shake. Yeah, but when you have a documentary but where you're it, talking it, about it, what happens <laughs> when you go through this process, you should talk about what happens when you go through this process. They're asking for money. I don't. I've, I've told her no more after this last trip. I'm to the point I'm just fed up with it. Oh, so she was continuously it, asking for money? Yeah, she kept asking for money. If we weren't going through the visa process, there's no way I'd keep going on with it. Oh, they're already going through the visa process. Oh right? my God, that's what he just but said. But wait, he didn't propose. I thought he he did propose. No, I thought he said I not. I came over here to propose, but now I'm not so sure. Oh, I thought when he left, he had put a ring on her finger Maybe already. I don't, know. I don't know. Who knows? Here's Slobberpuss. Yeah, here's Slobberpuss <laughs> and Ina. Wow, the exciting shopping. sex life these two must have. <laughs> God. She's shopping, grocery shopping, shopping. in stilettos and a skin-tight yeah, mini dress. Yeah, it looks like the she's sequins. going out to the club. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she just needs some winter clothes. I know she does. Well, she's in Uvalde, Texas. You wouldn't think you'd need that many winter clothes. But when you're in the gro- freezer aisle of the grocery yeah, store... it's chilly. Even the best dressed of us get, uh, get cold. Most people think it's the guy going over there, and they pick the woman. They're not waiting to be picked. They want the same relationship that every other woman wants. Jeez, he bought 68 Bud Lights. You see that? Look, he's got four <laughs> suitcases of Bud Light. He's, he must be a real joy at home. Yeah. Come here, give me a kiss. <laughs> if he does that badly kissing, what happens when he goes down on That's, her? I already thought uh, about that. They don't want just anybody. They want someone that's right for them. Your mother and father told us about a big development. <laughs> oh no, please don't pregnant. say they're pregnant. Yeah, that's true. What is it? Pregnant? Yep. Oh. I'm pregnant. Yeah, I bet that happened like night one. Oh yeah, that happened night one kiss. because he he literally <laughs> inserted while he was coming. It was like a one-shot deal. Just one half a pump and he just went for it. And over 49 years... <laughs> Of semen buildup just came pouring out like a fire hose. About four months. I, I have family, what I always imagine. I've seen things in Eric that I've never seen before when he's with Emma. Like his uh, bottom of his tongue? Like, I mean, this is <laughs> gross. I've never seen that <laughs> I'm so happy for him to have somebody somebody to be with somebody to do things with yeah 
Have these mean, two, yeah, I, amen. Exactly. Yeah, it I happens. Mean, like, you know, sometimes you don't get started for the right reasons, but you find a way, you find the right reasons, yeah. right? They find their way in there. And it does seem like, I mean, you don't get much of an interaction with these two. It's, you know, this documentary is not edited a hunt, like all that well, but you do get the sense that at least there's some kind of something holding these two there together. Is. She's smiling. Yeah, she's smiling. Happy. She's happy. She's, she's pregnant. She's, she's happy pregnant. she's pregnant. Yeah. She's like, that really solidifies Yeah, me now. now I'm really here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now you got to pay child support. Love. You need somebody to love and to love you. That's true. I love that mom. I, that I love mom that mom. That mom is amazing. If I already didn't have a great mom, I'd want that mom. Yeah. Guys, it'll never, ever happen just sitting on your couch. Whether you go with us, you go some, with someone else, or you, I don't care, get on a plane, just go over there yourself. Put yourself in an opportunity to meet someone. Rob, Will, everybody, thank you yes. very much. And we Thanks will see you us. in just two weeks with another great show. So until then, bye-bye. Wow, he's got a whole operation going on he over does. there, too. All right. There you go. Okay, wow. Some won, some lost, some lucky in love, some losers in love, just mm-hmm. like real life. I guess that's what... True. What is the conclusion? The conclusion is... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that you have to put yourself out there. I think that's one of the conclusions we can make. But be smart about this. it. Yeah, but be <laughs> smart about it. That's right. Don't pay to have every word translated. Use Google Translate. And while there are services out there, maybe you should understand what you're getting yourself into before you get yourself into it. I think some of these guys went into it blindly, thinking it was going to be one like way. Like a menu. Yeah, like a menu. Anytime there's a menu, anytime there's a big menu, like at the Cheesecake Factory, yeah. you're likely to get shit. You know what I'm saying? That's just what's going to happen. Yeah. But at least one thing was good on the Cheesecake Factory mem- a menu, and that's cheesecake. Cheesecake is delicious. So there. when it says Russian mail order bride, stick with Russians, not the Ukrainians, because that's what happens. <laughs> And no, I don't mean that specifically about the war. Shut up. That's nothing to do with war. Bunch of yahoos out there. All right. Well, there you go. We wrapped up what is certainly the longest video we have ever reviewed. Whether or not we ever do that again, I don't know. I think two episodes is fine. Might be a while. Yeah. Remember we were going to do like six episodes about the Scientologist? Yeah, but then the Three Scientologist, of, yeah, Scientologist infiltrated. infiltrated and got back at us by ruining yeah. all of our audio. It's just unbelievable. It's really kind of creepy, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You wonder if there's someone like at Google or TikTok or Instagram that's like tapped into our phone <laughs> and they're a Scientologist. By the way, we'll talk about this on the next episode. I got to talk about this Danny Masterson's thing. I got Ooh, I got to share yeah. with you my, my thoughts on this. Yeah. I'm sure everybody wants to hear them. So... <laughs> tcbpodcast.com that's where you go the new tcbpodcast.com all the audio all the video right there from one location at tcbpodcast.com you can ask for your what would frankie do sticker if we have any left if we don't we'll send you our next sticker or another sticker go to the contact us button hit the drop down menu send us your physical address we'll send you this sticker 855-TCB-8383 1-855-TCB-8383 toll free from anywhere in the world Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas at the commercial break on Instagram, TCB Podcast on Tic Tac, and YouTube.com slash the commercial break. Fully edited episodes the same day they air here on the Woo! audio feed. All right, Chrissy, I guess that's all I can do I for today. I think so. But I love you. I love you. And best to you. And best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye. Goodbye.
Does that excite you? 